On today's JMO with Josh and Joe, week three, three college football in the books. In the books. We go through quite a few games, actually, um, uh, starting with the LSU-Mississippi State game. LSU's on track. On track, back on, on track. track. Um, we go through, we, we'll uh, talk about Alabama, how they're kind of in trouble. The little struggle bus. There's some teams like Alabama and Georgia that might be on a struggle bus a little bit. Um, not as bad as Oklahoma State. We go into that game. Uh, Florida-Tennessee game was great. We talk about that. Uh, we wrap up college football with the Colorado versus Colorado State. The uh, the game everybody watched. Prime time. Prime time. Literally everyone. 9.3 million views. Yep. He is, he is must-see TV. We break that uh, break that game down as well as the Travis Hunter injury. Um, then we move into some NFL. Do some NFL talk. We got go over the Saints versus the Pack or the Saints versus the Panthers. Uh, go Saints. We we're back. Who dat? Who dat? Two and zero. Yep. Never gonna apologize. Nope. Uh, we go through the the Packers, Falcons, Ravens, Bengals, 49ers, Rams, Commanders, Broncos, Browns, Steelers, and then we finish off with some um, miscellaneous notes from the NFL. Yep. All right, let's rock and roll. Welcome to JMO with Josh and Joe. It is Tuesday, September 19th, and Joe, LSU's back on track. Oh, we're back. We're all the way back on track. We had Grambling as as our get right game, mm-hmm. and then we got right back on track. We're coming. We're coming. We're coming. Um... Yeah, great game, great day in college football. Uh, Saturday was it, it was just incredible. Um, you know, my team, my team won. LSU won. Let's start. I, you know, I just want to jump into that. Let's jump into that. Mm-hmm. LSU clobbered Mississippi State. Jaden Daniels was basically near perfect. That's about as perfect of a game as you can ask for. Yep. Two two rushing touchdowns. He had maybe four incompletions with thirty plus or more pass attempts. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know. Unreal, unreal. Two tutties. Uh, him and Malik Neighbors might have the best chemistry I've seen since Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, Joe Burrow also did have Jamar Chase too. Like though that three way connection right. is the, the equivalent. I get, it, I get it. The it chemistry just, was there. Yeah, it just felt like I was watching Justin Jefferson. It was like it, it was like a little throwback. Like I had to, I had to like, I blink a couple of times and make sure I wasn't back in 2019. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's what it looked like. It was a like 198 or 100 what 90 yards in the first half. Oh yeah, no, yeah. he was putting up. He was putting up Jay Jetta's numbers. He was, in the first half. It was awesome. Um, dude, we had who? Um, what's his name? Caleb Jackson, the freshman, uh, running back, hit laid the boomstick. Yeah, that that was reminiscent of Leonard Fournette. Yes, uh, and not only that, a lot of people are like, so they're only showing the clip of him, uh, just basically sending him into outer space. They. Before that, if you see on that same run, he stiff arms a guy into the ground. Yeah, he stiff arms a guy and then just lays the truck stick on him. I, I think that that was like a, a complete Leonard Fournette run. It was, it was. I mean, you could also say maybe a little bit of Derrick Henry in that too with that stiff arm. Right, right. It was a mixture of of all of them. Mm-hmm. No, it was it, it was great to see. He was hyped up. He run he runs hard. Yep, he runs so hard, and it is so much fun. Um, I'm excited again. Like I said, true freshman, true freshman. Um, yeah, I just wanted to show you, uh, just go over Malik Neighbors' stats: thirteen catches, two hundred thirty-nine yards, two tutties. 
That's insane. I, I just I love it. I love that so much. Um, let's see. Jaden Daniels ran the ball well. I mean, he does that. It's it's awesome that that he has that threat now, mm-hmm. or, or he he has that threat. Um, the defense. Defense looks awesome. They that was a okay. We we figured out the defense. It was a get right game. Yeah. Well. Yeah, because they they did allow ten points in like the first half of the Grambling game. But I think that Harold Perkins needs to just rush the quarterback every time. He's he's a, a, an animal. Well, the thing is, is it would be one thing if like you didn't have anybody else to fill his shoes at middle linebacker. But they've got they've got Greg Penn. They've got Omar Sp- uh, Spates, who was an Oregon State transfer that was the leading tackler in the nation last year. Isn't he hurt? But he did get a little bit nicked up, which will allow true freshman Wit Wilkes, or Wit Wit Weeks, Wit, tongue, we- t- tongue twisters. Oh, yeah, Weeks had a decent game. Weeks had a great game. Yeah, he looks really good. So basically, I mean, if I'm, if I'm, uh, if I'm Perkins, I'm just being like Perkins equals Parsons. Like, I, you, Coach, play me like uh, Micah Parsons. Exactly, and he should. He, he definitely should not be out in the corner of the end zone trying to play cornerback on a receiver. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was that was the dumbest thing. He was out in the flats. Yeah. Like, what? He's a defensive end, basically an edge rusher. That's what he is. He's a TJ Watt. He's a Micah Parsons. Like, mm-hmm. let him do his thing. He's so fucking good at it. Every time he rushed a quarterback, it was like he was getting chased by Will, Will Rogers. He needs one instruction. See quarterback, get quarterback. Yeah, like, dominate. It was... It's Oh, man. Uh, I'm so fucking pumped. It, it just... I, I like we have Arkansas next week. Arkansas's offensive line looked like shit last mm-hmm. week. Oh, I think we're just gonna feast. You gotta eat. I think KJ Jefferson's gonna be just gonna be running away the entire time. The entire game, he's just gonna be just. I and I, I think we can just send like four guys too. Like we can keep like maybe a spy on them, uh, a linebacker spy. Mm-hmm. But dude, fuck it. Yeah, more more rushing the quarterback from Perkins it should be on the agenda for sure. For sure. I, I again, I don't know why they keep him out. Um, I don't know why they keep him in playing cornerback. That just that that makes no sense to me. Um, let's see what else could we got from this game. Um, dude, Malik Neighbors might be the be- one of the best route runners in in college football right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he had a guy like just did a, do a three sixty. Yep. Just it, it just because of good route running, it was unreal. Well, because the thing is, is neighbors is talented. Don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't call him a speedster, and I wouldn't. Call, and he doesn't have like you know a f- exceptional height. It's not like he's six four, he, six I think three, he's six one. Right? Yeah, yeah. So which is it's fine. It's good mm-hmm. height, but um, nothing's like over the charts, but. When you got like something like that, uh, a player like that, you just have to be a, an exceptional route runner, and that can clear all of that. Yeah, yeah, you you really can become an elite wide receiver if you just figure out how to run routes. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's it's awesome, and you're a wide receiver, so you have to have some hands, right? You yes, can't, you can't be Kadarius Tony every week, of course. Um, which he does. It's nice. Um, but yeah, dude, I. There's an art to it. It's an art form, you know. Mm-hmm. The, to route running, it it really is. Like I, I it's a, like speed. Got that's a god given thing. Uh, hands you can work on. You know. Yep. Um, I just oh man, watching him run routes, dude. It was just it was so much fun. Um, Mississippi State doesn't look very good. Will Rogers. Will Rogers looked like uh, he looked like a, a little child out there who who was just running for his life and couldn't. 
couldn't throw the football. Like forgot how to throw the football. Yeah, he didn't look great, and I and which is weird because I kind of had a, a decent expectations for him this year. Um, he he was okay last year, and I figured after a year under his belt, and uh, you know. Maybe they could figure something out. I think they should have stuck with like an air raid offense. They're trying to switch it up. And is that a, is that a Zach Arnett thing? That's a Zach Arnett thing. Okay. I mean, obviously he's he's trying to just be like, hey, look, this is we're gonna just do things differently. Like I get it, you know, it's sad what happened, but yeah, you know it, it it is tough. Like it, what he's basically his first year as a full first full year as a coach, right? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it, that's always tough. Um, but I just air raid it, man. This is the way college football is going. Yep. Air raid it. You got anything else from the game? Uh, that's about it. Okay. Uh, let's see. We're going to do a couple of uh, – a few of the um, games. Let's just I, – I picked out a few that intrigued me, and uh, I'll just kind of rapid fire it. Uh, okay. Missouri, Kansas State. Uh, we need to kind of dial it back on the rushing the field. <laughs> well, I it's, guess I guess it just depends on your standards. Like, I mean, is Mizzou ever going to be the number one team? This was their number yeah, one team. But I don't care, man. Now it's just – it's almost like when they told everybody not to rush the field, they've rushed the field more. Yes. Like, you, you, you can't tell a human being – what like not to do something that they love doing? They're gonna want to do it more. The, they're kids. They're they, all all the college kids are kids. So and, and you, I'm a kid when I go out there. Yeah, I'm so, 30, 33 year old kid when I'm out there in Tiger Stadium. So what does a kid want to do whenever you tell them not to do something? They want to absolutely do it. They want to do it. It's the only thing they want to do actually. So yeah, the I think it's a little ridiculous. I think uh, rushing the field after you beat a the number fifteen team, like <laughs> ranked number fifteen, Kansas State. Yeah. Um, I think that's a little much. That was a, but it was a badass field goal, a sixty-one oh, yeah. yarder walk off to win it. Yep, yep. And then you thought you basically thought you actually had ruined it because you had a five-yard penalty before that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. no, it was an it was an an amazing game, mm-hmm. like an amazing ending too. I get it. Let's just tone it down on the the storm in the field. You know, like you beat Kansas State, and they were ranked number fifteen. Come on. The zoo's been missing out on the fun. <laughs> they, they got jealous of everybody <laughs> they else. They got jealous of everybody. Well, um, I really do think this might have saved Elijah Drinkwitz's job. Yep. Um, oh, absolutely. He got he secured himself another year. Yep, yep. He got another year. Uh, that's a cool name, though, Elijah Drinkwitz. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, they had a big W for him. Um, and uh, let's tone it down on saving on uh, storming the fields. You got anything else on this one? Okay, UNC versus Minnesota. Uh, I don't really have too too much on this one. It's except UNC's pretty good. I like Drake May a lot. Over four hundred and fourteen yards, mm-hmm. uh, two touchdowns. PJ Flex seat getting hot. I see. I I thought about that, but I don't know if this loss is going to be what heats it up because of how good UNC is. I think UNC's a good team. They were just a better team, and Minnesota got beat by a better team than than them. That's the only reason why I don't think PJ Flex uh, seed is that hot. And North Carolina pulled away t- towards like the end of the game, so it was pretty close um, for the most part. So yeah, they basically did what better teams do: you pull away at the end of the game. You, the better team comes out in the second half. Plus, Minnesota hasn't had any relevancy since the 1940s. So, oh, that's that's how long it's been. Yeah, well, that's when they won. What was it? Three championships back to back. No back-to-back? way. 
Yeah, because that, that's what they're talking about is Georgia, and the last team that did it did it was Minnesota. Minnesota in the 40s. Okay. Yeah. Let's bring back the 40s. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they're still holding on to it. Yep. Um. Let's see. Yeah, he went. Drake May went twenty nine of forty four hundred fourteen yards, two tut- two tutties, two interceptions. Um, when you throw, when you let somebody throw the ball forty times, you're probably gonna, you may get an interception or two. Um, that's just classic gun- gunslinger. Yes, classic gunslinger. That's what, but that's what we want to. That's what we want to see. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Ah, uh, that's it. All right, Georgia versus South Carolina, twenty four fourteen. Georgia. The offense may need some work. Is Carson Beck the guy? I know they lost a lot of players. I get it. I know over the last two years they have basically lost an entire NFL team. Mm-hmm. Um, so they yeah, they should, there's going to be some slow starts. I think they should have beat South Alabama, or South Carolina by a little more than ten. Yeah, no, definitely. Like I get it. Shane Beamer is a decent coach, but you're Georgia, man. You're you Georgia. are Georgia. You got this standard now. You got this standard. Now, I also agree that, like, it's kind of the Alabama effect where, like, now, Georgia, everyone's bringing their A game when they play you. Your yeah. your game is circled on everyone else's schedule. So yeah. you have to bring your A game. Um, and it, I guess it's just when if you're not a Nick Saban coach team, it's kind of hard to do that. Nick Saban was brilliant at it. And also, it's very much like Alabama, just like you said, where we're really not going to find out what type of team they are because they're just not going to play anybody until like later down the season. Uh, correct. They're in like they they don't really have an identity on offense or as a team. Really, it's just I think they're just still trying to figure it out. I wonder how many tits were in the crowds. Oh, I yeah, because they only had three points in the first half. So Carson Beck was distracted. Okay. A lot of titties. A lot of tits. A lot of tits. Um, yeah, Carson Beck, big tit guy. I mean, he is the Gamecocks so, that we're talking about. Oh, he was so distracted. A very, dude. very horny fan base. Gosh. All right. Yeah, yeah. Man, poor Carson Beck. I should have known that, man. I would have taken the South Carolina spread. The spread, yep. Oh, gosh. I got to look for these Bad type things. of environment for Carson Beck to go into. Nope, nope. Not okay. his ideal scene. All right. Well, we, good. I'm glad we figured it out because that was a – it was a – a little concerning on Georgia's part. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? That's about it from that Al- game. Alabama for, versus South Florida. There's issues in Tuscaloosa, and it's more than just the inbreeding problem they have. Yep. Uh, that was bad. That was really bad. <laughs> that was, that was not good at all. Milro got his starting job back by not doing anything at all. By, well, here's my thing. I, I, I have a theory. This was Nick Saban's way of showing – he chose an easy team like South Florida as his way of showing everybody that he knew he made the right decision in the first place. <laughs> he chose the right guy, but he was getting a lot of heat, so he had to show everyone else that, hey, my quarterbacks suck, yeah. and I picked the one that sucked the least, okay? Yep. Let me do my job because I'm really fucking good at it. Yeah, I got the guy who's just so athletic that he's just gonna bail us out sometimes. Do you know? I mean, he really is the best choice in that in that in the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no <laughs> Buckner. What is his name? Buckner. Uh, Buchner. Buchner, the guy transfer from Notre Dame looked horrible. Yeah, that that was definitely just a he. Uh, the offensive coordinator fa- favors him since Tommy Reese came from Notre Dame as well. No, right. That was the only reason. I think he was a fourth string quarterback in Notre Dame. Yeah, he he's, he was not good. Um, in Simpson, and then Ty Simpson. Ty Simpson. He's a true freshman, so it makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Milrow, guess you're back in. <laughs> He's back in. <laughs> you got some legs, man. <laughs> you got some legs, my guy. But yeah, um, I do really think Saban was just showing everybody that hey, let me do my fucking job. Okay, I just I'm I'm having a down year because my quarterbacks suck. Yep, good point. Um, but yeah, if you're South Florida, you got to be uh, feeling good. Yeah. Also, that offensive line is not a typical Nick Saban offensive line at all. I was thinking that. Like, they, normally Nick Saban's, that's like his strong suit. Yeah. The offensive line. So, I don't know. We'll see how, like, we'll see. Alabama just doesn't look like a powerhouse right now. And it, I don't know. It'll be nice. It'll be nice for once. In the words of Bob Dylan, are the times already changing? Oh, maybe. Love it. Uh, anything else? That's it. All right, Tulane versus Southern Miss. Um, I keep forgetting Frank Gore's son plays on Southern Miss. I know, right? Frank Gore Jr. I I always I I, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna play at Southern Miss, and then he's just gonna go like undrafted, but then he's gonna play twelve years in the NFL. Right, or probably more. Yeah, at, at the running back position. Mm-hmm. But um, this was a get back on track game for uh, Tulane. Um, they kind of went in. They took care of business. It wasn't like a blowout or anything. Um, I love how Tulane just throws bombs. Yeah, they don't, they, it, they don't even throw it much. They just throw bombs. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. Um, you see, most quarterbacks are like sub ten yards per attempt. Like Tulane's like fifteen average, fifteen <laughs> yards every attempt. They're just like we're throwing bombs. I do love it though, because Willie Fritz just is like he's coaching like he's just. He's coaching like he has an uh, a USC type of offense, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but he's he's uh, he's Tulane University. Yep. Um, which good for him because like I think I feel like if you just like you live by the you live by the past, you die by the past type thing. Yeah. At least you're gonna you're gonna be entertaining. So, um, yeah, Tulane get back on track game. Um, that's a battle I had on that one. Unless you had something. Nope. All right. Uh, Washington, Michigan State. This is going to be a $79 million rebuild year for uh, Michigan State. $79 million. That, that, was, that, that was Mel Tucker's payout, buyout. Did they actually have to buy him out? I don't know. I, I don't know. But because they, remember, we I talked saw it, about I, this I, last I, week. But I saw it on, on ESPN, and I think he's going to fight it because— Oh, I would definitely fight it. Um, $70 million. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think he might have a case. He might. From what I was hearing. Yeah. This was all on the phone. Apparently, he was jerking off on the phone with her, with this girl. Okay, um, but Weird. like, Weird. I, uh, yeah, I know. But like, are we gonna have like a all all horny team? Dude. You know, we have a head coach, we have quarterback, we almost have half the team. That's true. I mean, we could do we could do uh, Urban Myers the head coach, Mel Tucker's the assistant. Yeah, um, dude, we could definitely make a an all horny team, an all horny college football team. Can we? Yeah, we got to use pass though too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll just we'll make we'll we'll come up with an all horny team. I like <laughs> it. Um. Anyways, uh, let's see. Yeah, the Mel Tucker officially gone. Washington's really good. Michigan State, you're you're gonna be rebuilding. Yeah, you gotta like uh, Penix Jr. He's uh he's entertaining. He's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. He sling, he slings the ball ball at uh, Washington. Um, and actually that that coach he kind of just came out of nowhere. Um, but he's doing phenomenal. Oh, what's his name? I shoot. Is it Jed Fish? Kalen DeBoer. Yeah, Kalen DeBoer. Kalen DeBoer. I like the I like that name, Kalen. Kalen. The way it's spelled too, K A L E N. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got anything else in this game? Uh, that is about it. 
Okay, this is uh this is one you're gonna really love. Um, South Alabama versus Oklahoma State. Oh, South in your mouth. Dominated them. Yeah, like this wasn't even close. Yeah, Mike Gundy, you're done, done. I was about to say he's Mike Gundy is gone, gone. Yeah. Um, is Gunner Gundy Mike's son? Yes, I think so. Gunner Gundy, the quarterback for Oklahoma State. Yeah, I believe so. I'll do a fact check on it real quick, but. I think you're right. Yeah, do a fact check on it. Um, yeah, I think this is gun- Mike Gundy's farewell tour. The mullet is going to be gone. Um, he, it's, it's, I don't know. He, he was good for what two years or something? Uh, a little bit longer than a that. A little bit longer. Okay, because I know he had a, he had a pretty good run. Yeah, he's he's had a decent run, um, but it's just it's one of those maybe like you know you see yourself live long enough to be the um, the villain. Oh, yep, son of Oklahoma State uh, coach Mike Gundy. Maybe he's not the best quarterback on the roster. He's just getting. Uh, he's uh, he's got daddy's his head. Daddy's the head coach, so yep, he's playing. Yep. You see that a lot with like you know growing up, like the younger kids, like you, the head the head coach is the dad, and he's got the oh, son yeah, for sure. that just starts no matter what if he's good or not. Most of the time, there you are are usually good, and they're usually the best player. But in this case, might not no, be the actually. Case. I think it, I think it's the opposite. I think especially like in little league and high school and stuff, they're not the best. They just get to start because their dad's the quote the coach. The coach. Now, in the case of Colorado, Shadur Sanders is the. He's he's the best guy. He's the best <laughs> he's easily like he's getting Heisman talks now. So yep. like yep yeah, um, we'll get to that game later. But um, yeah, dude, South Alabama man, let's go, let's go Jags. They uh they just started their football program like a ten ten fifteen years ago. I was in, I was actually there. I was at South Alabama. I was uh, enrolled in uh, classes when they the their first year. I think it was yeah. either first or second year. It was oh seven or oh eight. Yeah, no. So it they they haven't been for around for too long, but yeah, big win, big, big win, big W. South in your mouth. Yep. Um. Anyways, you got anything else? Uh, that's about it. Three hundred fifty yards for rushing for South Alabama. Oh just yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what I. That's another note I, I forgot. It's like that's crazy. Dude, they just ran run the damn ball. This was a run the damn ball weekend. If you look, a lot of those a lot there was a lot of teams that were just pummeling people with the run. Yep. I love it. Old school baby. Fundamentals. Yep. Uh, real quick, Vandy versus UNLV. I just wanted to say, uh, same old Vandy. I hope Clark Lee gets another year, but same old Vandy. Yeah, I, th- I think he still will. I mean, it's just... The the expectations at Vanderbilt are not very high. So, it, it, that's the, the, that's like a coach's wet dream there. You just... you A bowl you have, game's the limit. Yeah, you, you, have, <laughs> yeah. you have a uh, a really good chance of, like, establishing a system there. You're not. People aren't going to want your head after two a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, <laughs> maybe co- somebody or uh, universities wanting a, their head coaches fired after the first two years, Billy Napier got a win. <laughs> he saved his job. He somehow. saved his job, which is wild because he hasn't even been there for two years. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that was weird. That was very weird. I was not expecting that. It's got to be the swamp voodoo. I think so. There's some some voodoo going on that Tennessee just cannot get over. They have not won in Florida since 2003. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. Yeah. I don't know what it is, really. It's 
now now it's just like they got the monkey on their back. It's just now they just know it's there and they just keep getting aggravated by it. I think it's it's living rent free in their heads. Oh yeah, like they just they come in and they immediately feel it and they're just like, oh, taking the L, boys. It's probably created its own little Sim City in there, you know, after living rent free. It's sure. it's made a monopoly, bro. It, yeah, it's got its own government. Yes, gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, so. <sighs> Keep it, I was kind of keeping up with the game. Tennessee, it seemed like they just kind of got themselves in a deep hole in the first half and then just never could climb out of it because mm-hmm. they were definitely the better team in the second half. They made some mistakes, but they, they were the, I think they were overall, would you say they were the better team of the second half? Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. <clears throat> they just, and like yeah, like I said, Florida held on long enough and they couldn't climb, climb out of the hole. I think they were down by, what, 20 points in the first half or something like that? It was 23-6 or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't go down that foot that far. <clears throat> but props to Billy Napier. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that team looked work. a lot different, mm-hmm. especially that first half. They looked complete opposite than what they looked like against Utah. Mm-hmm. You know? And it, it, I, I believe if they keep playing like that, even if they lose games, I think that gives Billy Napier a chance. To, um, you know, at right. least gives the Florida Bants fan base some hope. Because it's like, there's one thing to lose, but then there's one thing to just look discombobulated. <laughs> yeah. You know? At least lose, like, you know, knowing you're, you look like you know what you're doing. Exactly. <clears throat> just had, you know, bad luck or something. Yep. All right, WV, ugh, sorry, WVU versus Pitt. I didn't realize how much these two teams hated each other. Oh, it's a rivalry. I didn't realize it. Um, there was a bunch of like a bunch of little cuss words. They what were they singing? They were singing something in West Virginia. It was like the um, Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Oh yeah, and fuck you, Pitt. Eat shit, Pitt. Eat shit, Pitt. That's it. <laughs> Even uh, better. That was it. That's it. yeah, that is. <laughs> <clears throat> That's funny though. <clears throat> But I, I love how that's turned into a good rivalry now that you know West Virginia moved itself into the ACC. No, they're no, not in they, the ACC. No, um, they're in the Big Twelve. Big Twelve. Yeah, total lapse there. Yeah. But all good. It happens. Um, this is this. What blew my mind is West Virginia won this. This is what goes back to run the damn ball weekend. West Virginia had eleven. Passes thrown. Not 11 completions, 11 passes thrown that entire game. Okay. And wow. they And they won, 17-6. to six. That's that's pretty crazy. Run the damn ball weekend. Yep. That's what this was. Um, But, yeah, I just I, I wanted to bring up, I, I didn't realize. I, I like the, this rivalry now. I like this rivalry. Um, They're pretty close. Uh, I have lived in, in Pittsburgh before, and they – it's a good sports town. It's a good sports it, town. It's actually it's, – it's a great sports town. They call it the City of Champions, and, I mean – they do have pit, the Steelers and, and the Penguins, so yeah, they they, they do they're, have a case. I don't know if they, it's a city of champions, but they're riding high on those two sports. <laughs> yeah, because the Pirates, unless you go back to the seventies, the seven the the Pirates were used to be good, like back when Roberto Clemente was there and everything. They were really good. They they won a couple a couple of uh, World Series. So, um, yeah, WV beats Pitt. Nice. Um, BYU versus Arkansas. Uh, it's a fun game to watch. Yeah, it was fun. I I don't I don't have a problem now. Next week when we play Arkansas, yeah, at home they just definitely had a collapse at the very end. Like the those last couple of drives, they just just fell apart. You can't do that. Costly penalties too. Yep, they had a lot of. Um, I think I think Arkansas had fourteen penalties mm-hmm. or something like that. It was just it, sloppy. It was kind of sloppy. So again. 
I, I have no problem again with with Arkansas. I think this is going to be a, a keep momentum game. Yeah. For LSU, it's Saturday night, Tiger Stadium. Doesn't get much better than that. I just find it odd that Arkansas isn't better because. Especially like the main ingredients for a college team, because you don't have to have like a all around good team to actually have a good year. Sometimes, correct. Sometimes you can mask it with some good athletes here and there. Cam Newton, 2010 at Auburn, exactly. And KJ Jefferson, longtime starter in the SEC, hasn't done bad. And then Rocket Sanders is, you know, besides the awesome name, is also a actually really good running back. <laughs> That's the best name for a running back. It's yeah, so good. <laughs> but so basically. You know, you use if you usually have that combo in the backfield, you know, typically should bode pretty well for you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess you also have to have good defense too. But yeah, um, so I'm not I'm not worried about Arkansas. That 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 was that's my point. Um, what's his what's the BYU coach's name? Kalani Sataki. Oh, it is that weird name. It's, yeah, what, Kalani Sataki. I think. Uh, he's not. He's not. Not doing too bad. Is it BYU head coach? Kalani yeah. Sataki, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, for, for a bunch of Mormons, you know, he's not, not doing too bad. Considering what he has. You yes, know. considering what he has. Correct. But, um, yeah, no, they're 3-0 and right now. They're not not looking bad. Nope. Um, let's get to FSU versus Boston College. Dude, all right. I, at, first, at first, whenever I was watching this game, I was pissed. I was like, Florida State, come on. Uh, it's called the Red Bandana Game. Red Bandana Game. Yeah, it's a, a, I guess it's a little more of a rivalry than... Uh, I think it's called the Red Bandana Game. I could be mistaken on that one. But it's a little more of a rivalry than I thought it was. So I don't feel as bad about it because, man, if that, was, if, if that wasn't a rivalry and FSU barely beat, uh, barely beat Boston College... It would it would not it it would not look good for LSU. Um, yeah, it, you're right. It's the red bandana game. What is it? It's uh, the red bandana game honors Wells Crowther, a former Boston College lacrosse player who led a rescue effort at the World Trade Center on 9/11. Got it. Okay. Uh, would dude? They had me in the first half. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I was like, they're honoring a lacrosse player. <laughs> like, what are they doing? Oh, okay. But then he. Okay. All right. So yeah. Again, like I said, this was a little bit more of a riv- rivalry than I thought. Um. So it makes me feel a little bit better that it was close. And and anytime you slap like rivalry, like anything goes. Yeah. yeah. Anything it, goes. And you put a cool name and a, a a reason for you know a good reason for it. It, 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 it flies. It yep. flies. Uh, college football loves traditions. Yep. It's like a traditional thing. Love, love, they love like, they're like millennials where they like titling different things. They love the, like titling the different rivalries and like, if you can just put some sort of title on it, it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> We're pretty simple people. Here. I know. I mean, it, it even doesn't even have to be like a good title. It could just be called, called The Game. Yeah, and that's it. That's true, and it's actually the biggest game of all, t- like of the year, yeah. most of the time. You call it the Iron Bowl. <laughs> call it the Iron Bowl. Like no one knows. F- what, no one knows why it what, is. What, why is it called the Iron Bowl? <laughs> that doesn't make. Knows. It, the, Alabama is not known for for iron. No, nowhere's Auburn. No, uh, like I'm, I'm talking about like Alabama's a state. Yeah, like the Inbred Bowl. That would make sense. The Meth Bowl. Okay. Crackhead Bowl. Yeah. 
All that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, the Hillbilly Bowl. That would all make sense. Iron Bowl doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Uh, all right. Let's finally get to the, the game, probably the game of the weekend, I'd say. Um, mm-hmm. Colorado versus Colorado State. Lots of hype going into this game uh, for, for just – you name it, that that that's the reason. Yep, yep. A lot of shit talking. Um, De- Dion, I mean, he it's his name, primetime. He is must-see TV. He yep. is. Yeah. And if I'm going to be honest, dude, I'll say it. I think Colorado State way outperformed themselves. Like, oh, they, absolutely. Colorado, should, it should not have been that close. It shouldn't have gone into overtime. I kind of have to give props to Jay Norville. I think this was I think this was strategically done. Yeah, he might have to like that that in this case this was good bulletin board material. Yeah. This was good and it could and it wasn't like he was talking shit on the football team. It was he was he was talking about an aspect of the head coach. Yes. So it wasn't like it was bulletin board material like Brian Kelly saying we're going to beat the heck out of Florida State. Yeah, you know, yeah. it wasn't that type of bullet. It was, it was more like trying to to manipulate or uh, trying to try to uh, rattle, yeah. you know, get or maybe get Deion Sanders like emotional, yeah, and try to use use him to play with emotion rather than actual like you know mm-hmm. strategic um, and or keep himself kind of in in, t- in tune with the game because you know we see that all the time where p- people get like you know coaches players get a little bit too emotional and they kind of. Oh yeah, they play. It with either their... swings really good for them or swings really bad yeah, for them. They play with their emotions, not their head. Yeah, it's it's it happens all the time. The uh, we got to talk about the Travis Hunter cheap shot. Yeah, that was bad. It was bad, that and was that bad. that was that is a perfect example of playing with your emotions, not your brain. Yeah, that ball had already hit the ground. Already like, hit the ground and rolled off, and he had to go around his own player to make that hit. It was, yeah, it was personal. Um, now I do, I do think the the death threats are a little. <laughs> that's a little, little bit of a an, an exaggeration here. Like, let's calm down. It's football. Like, yeah, chill out. I'm glad Deion Sanders came out. And yeah, he, uh, condone that type of behavior. He, no, he, I mean, he, he, he still did, understands. He, did, he didn't condone it. He, he or not condone it. He. Uncondone it. Uncondone whatever. <laughs> he, he he did not agree with it at yeah, all. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I uh, I think it was a lot of just uh empty threats. I think people get online and they 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 can type whatever they want and again there, nothing's done about it. You can just type whatever you want. Yeah. Um. But I uh yeah it sucks because he's gonna be out three plus weeks and he is. One of the most exciting co- players in college football to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so Colorado did get get by with the win. They squeaked by with the win. I will say, Karma karma did its due diligence with this game because the guy that, that threw that hit, mm-hmm. he ended up getting burned on that game-time t- touchdown. Did he? He got burnt. Karma's a bitch. Yep. Karma is a bitch. So, well, that's good. I, I, I didn't realize it was the same guy. Um they, I think Colorado needs to step up their defense. They got to figure out. Um, they, they're obviously offensively explosive. They do well. Um, they, they got to figure out something with the defense if they want to, if they actually want to make like a legitimate shot to win the national title or um, be in the playoff. Be in hunt. the playoff hunt. You got to fix fix up the defense a little bit. Yep. Yep. 
because Colorado State basically had three guys catching the ball. There was four receivers that caught passes that on that entire team. Mm-hmm. Three of them were uh, over 100 yards. So he there wasn't too many guys to defend. They actually do run an air raid offense. Um, Colorado State does. Uh-huh. So which uh, that's kind of cool to see. That's probably right. what they should look into at Mississippi State as hiring for their offensive coordinator. But true. Um, the the it, it is a rivalry. And oh, I, it is. I, I don't think. Either team has been relevant for a long, long time, so I, that's why I don't think it's it's not as big of a rivalry. It was dormant for a little bit until this past Saturday. Yes, this is this is going to be a we're circling this game every year for the next five hundred years. Yep, yep. No, actually, you know what's wild? This I thought I found this to be wild because Colorado State. This was their only their second game of the season. Right. Oh, really? Okay, so they they Yeah, and we've had 3 week. weeks and a week 0 right. so far. So they this was their second game? Yeah. They had a bye week last week. Already? So <laughs> because it was their rivalry game. You know how rival teams usually oh, put a bye yeah. week before their <laughs> So they put a bye week before Colorado <laughs> uh, on the second week of the season. That's I kinda, crazy. I kind of love it. it. I respect it. I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> I do. T- yeah, I respect it too. That is great. Yeah. They don't care when that game's being played. They will play. <laughs> they will have a bye week. They'll go like nine or ten games in a row without a bye just so that they can have one before they're right. I love yeah. that. Or That's- they just have it way too early in the season. Because usually you want that bye week kind of in the middle. It's like kind of like a you know reset right. for your team, um, usually for a big game down the road. No. Nah. Mm-hmm. No, that was that was done second week on, of the season on purpose. I love that. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, let's see. The last thing I have is okay. Shador Sanders finally did it. Okay, he got in a fight. Well, there was fights all all over the place, but instead of punching the helmet like most players do, he went in for the in be, like in between the in the eye where the oh, eyes yeah, are. Oh yeah, the mask. He, yeah, he poked in between where the mask goes. Instead of punching the face. That's what you're supposed to do. Yep. Yep. You you punching another guy's helmet is only going to hurt you. Yep. If you really want to get the most in, uh, out of your hits, you got to, yeah, you got to go for the, uh, poke his eyes. A little poke his eyes. So I, I, when I finally saw that, I was like, okay, Shador knows what he's doing. He's a, he's, he's, he's a pretty smart kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck man. P- these people still, they still punch the helmet. <laughs> I don't get it. No, doesn't make any sense. You got anything else on that? Uh, that's about it. That was the game of the weekend for sure, for me at least. That was unreal. Yeah. Great fucking. And even if, even though it was late at night, everyone still watched it. Oh, I, I want to say, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the most watched game. I, uh, yep. I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised either. Um, damn. Then they would have. That would mean they would probably have what three top three, most watched games in a row. I would have to think Cause so. Because the f- week week one it was Florida State, LSU was number one, and then they were number two. Week two, I think they were number two as well. I don't think they were the most watched. They were game. number two as well. They were number two as well. So this one, this week, they they had to have been number one. <clears throat> they had to have been. Um, are you are you looking it up? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. You got anything else in college football? Um, that was the last thing I had. Last thing. Okay. Let's see. The it has. Google doesn't do. I've been uh, <laughs> been having problems with Google. Oh yeah, it was nine point yep. three million views. Viewers, yep. Oh my Fifth god! Fifth most watched ESPN game on record. Wow, that is wild. 
Yeah. Okay. So you know, Colorado must see TV. Must see TV. Yeah. Anything else in college football? Sorry, I, I didn't. No, that's it. Okay. Let's get to the NFL. Oh, when the Saints go marching in. Oh, when the Saints go marching in. Fuck the Panthers. Fuck the fucking Panthers. Fuck our, the Panthers. Our defense is fucking nasty, dude. Yep. Yep. This is we are going to have to lean on our defense until our offense can figure it out. I think Derek Carr did kind of figure it out there a little bit. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, I mean, the thing is, is this: we shouldn't have Derek Carr win us games. We should be always in games because of our defense, and Derek Carr just needs to make plays whenever it needs to happen. I liked how much – I agree. First of all, I agree with what you just said. I liked how much we utilized Taysom Hill. Yes. It's about goddamn time. It's about time. It's about time. Um, who would have thought, Joe? Guess which divisions are the only divisions with three undefeated teams in it. That would be the NFC South. And the and the NFC East. But, yeah, we're the only two. And the NFC East? Yeah, this NFC Beast, the Commanders, the Giants, and the – Eagles, or no, not the Giants. The Commanders, the Eagles, and the uh, them Cowboys. The, the Cowboys are all two and zero. Yeah, and Giants are one and one. So they technically have the best division right now after week two. But everyone was shitting on the NFC South because of how how, how bad they said they were. Yeah, but you have to kind of take that with a grain of salt since I, all nope. of us have the easiest schedules in the whole nope, entire. Nope. Well, no, no, because if we're all good, then it busts it boosts our uh, our schedule. Okay, you know if we're all good. But, hey, I, I'm just going by the numbers here. I can only go by what's in front of me, and I see 2-0, 2-0, 2-0, and then poor Carolina. The numbers don't lie, oh, so you're, you're absolutely correct. Correct. That's what I'm going by. Um, <clears throat> I love how uh, Olave and Michael Thomas are, are get, they're, they're getting going. They're, they're, they're hitting their stride. They're, they're, getting all, they're both getting a lot of targets. They're both catching. Uh, the Chris Olave catch was probably one of the best catches of the year so far. Yes, that was that was unreal, and it was pass interference that wasn't called. That was not called. We, I'm not even gonna go there. Not nope, even gonna nope, go there. No, nope, nope. um, he Derek Carr did have one interception. It was kind of a dumb, dumb interception. It, mm-hmm. it, it sailed on him. I'm not gonna fault him. Yeah, it, you'll, those will those will happen. Those will happen. I think there just needs to be less reliant on Derek Carr. We need to get the uh, the run game going, which it's about it's about time. Um, you know, we get or once we get Alvin Kamara back, I think that'll be the time where we can actually make more of a balanced offense. I feel like we're still throwing it a lot. Yeah. Um. I I like Jones Jr. Yeah, Tony Jones Jr. He's a actually a fan favorite, just a undrafted guy that just comes out of the practice <laughs> squad just every now and then and just yep. actually just balls out. Nice. Yeah, he looked good. Um, I think what Jamal Williams got nicked up. I think. Yeah, he did. He got nicked up. Um, yeah, it'll be nice to have Al- Alvin Kamara back. He's a he's definitely a, a very good dual threat running back that we we could definitely use in our offense. Um, we had a nice little rare Taysom Hill uh pass. Yes. Yep. You got to sprinkle those in every now and then. Otherwise, they're just going to keep committing to the run. You got to salt bay that shit into your playbook. Yep. Um, Keep them honest. But yeah, no, hey, look, we're 2 0. We're 2 0. I'm not going to complain about any of that. I'm Um, not apologizing. No, we're 2 0. We're we're top 10 in the power rankings now. Yes. Um, Number 10, which those don't matter anyways, but I I don't care. I'm going, I'm a passionate fan. I'm going to bring it up. The. yeah, the are the Falcons good? Um, I don't like ever saying that. 
I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else on the Saints? Uh, that's about it on the Saints. I Packers Falcons. I I will say this. I know I so far I've been incredibly wrong on B. John Robinson. Um, <clears throat> it was uh, he he's good. Well, again, this is us passionate fans being passionate fans, but we just didn't want to see anybody from Falcons do good. So yeah. you know, and here's the thing: I'm holding every like I'm just leaning on Desmond Ritter is still their quarterback. Well, it's the weak spot for yes, sure. Yes, and I'm happy that I can have that to fall back on. Desmond Ritter is still their quarterback. Basically, what's going on right now with the Falcons' offense is that there's a giant leak going on, and the flex seal is basically Bijan Robinson. Yeah, that's uh, it's literally putting this whole entire offense together. That that's that's a great that's great. <laughs> um, I think once teams start zeroing in on Bijan Robinson, um, I think he's, it's going to be a little less productive, and they'll have to rely more on Desmond Ritter, which I don't think will bode well for them. But hey, there again. Don't can't complain about two and zero if you're an Atlanta fan. Yeah, uh, I <clears throat> let's see. I saw the stat. He Bijan Robinson only had three more rush attempts than Tyler Algiers, but he had seventy six more yards. So I think Algiers had sixteen rushes for like forty eight yards, and Bijan Robinson had nineteen rushes for like a hundred and something yards. Yeah, Algiers is still around. He is. He's still there. He is, but. Robinson is he's he's just better. He's really good. He um, is the offense. Are you uh if you're a Green Bay Packers fan, are you panicking right now? Mm, not you, really. You're still gonna give Jordan because Jordan Love didn't look good at all. I mean, he still didn't have a bad game. It wasn't like an absolute terrible game. Are you sure? I I don't think he had it. I think they because they gave up a lead. I mean, it was it was very surprising to see a Falcons team come back in the fourth quarter. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's they, true. I mean, the point is, they, Packers did have this in the bag. Oh yeah, he well okay. I was looking at he had three tutties, but he was fourteen and twenty five for only one hundred and fifty one yards. So maybe not like all the offensive production yardage wise that you want to see, but. I mean, right. three touchdowns, that's not bad. And uh, Watson was also out, so we have, you have to take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Watson's easily, I think, their best uh, best receiver. But, hey, that J- that Jaden Reed kid is uh, coming alive. Yep. They've, they've got some playmakers around there and that, that are young but developing. Yep. Um, <laughs> bad, look for, bad look for Jordan Love when he, uh, he went to go QB sneak and tripped over his own offensive line. Probably the first time I've ever seen a drunk player try to yeah, take drunk. a snap. <laughs> he probably did that Marshawn Lynch. You know Marshawn Lynch used to take a shot or two of Hennessy before every game? Yeah. Jordan Love tried to pull a Marshawn. He's just not beast mode. No, no. He does not have the tolerance of a beast mode. <laughs> he, he's not a Josh Gordon or a Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> yeah, stay off the stuff, the, the substance. <laughs> the first time you've ever seen a drunk person take a snap. Uh, you got anything else in this game? Um... Arthur Smith had some balls going for it on fourth yeah, and one instead yeah. of going for a field goal. Yep, yep, yep. He did have some balls. There. That was big ball stuff. He's a like I again. I don't like complimenting Atlanta, but he's not a bad coach. Uh, I think he's trying to do his best in, uh, Bill Belichick impersonation, except instead of cutting the sleeves off of a hoodie, he just orders it short sleeve hoodie. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, I. I don't get it. it doesn't it doesn't make very much sense to me? Yeah. So, but. Hey, I guess you do you. Try to be Belichick. Weird flex, but okay, yeah. Um, 
Let's see, Ravens, Bengals. Um, I'm still not panicking. If you're a Bengals fan, I'm still not panicking. I think Joe Burrow's still playing a little injured. Um, he looked good in the second half. Like mm-hmm. it, it looked like they found they finally found something in the second half. Yep. No, you you, you don't panic. It's but that's. If you're gonna miss time, you like people just think like, oh, he's just a great quarterback. He doesn't need to go through training camp. No, that's where you get all your chemistry for the year. Right. Like, I mean, missing that type of time is going to do something. So they'll come around. I'd probably say out of the zero and two teams, he's they're like one of the least ones to pan put the panic button on. And the Ravens are really good. Yeah, the Ravens. The, are good. The Ravens are a really really good team. So no needs to panic. Um, I they do have a. a a really a pretty tough game now. Now that like the first two games have played out, the really tough game against the Rams next week. Um, I think, and I'm calling this. This is I'm calling this one. This is their get right game. I think they. I think Joe Burrow. Um, unfortunately, their offensive line sucks, so Aaron Donald's probably going to feast. But I think Joe Burrow figures it out. I think they're going to find a way to. Their offense is going to find a way to keep LA's defense honest. Um, and I think I think the Bengals are going to get a win here. Get a win against the Rams. Get a win against the Rams next week. Um, yeah, that'll be their get right game. Higgins had himself into a game. He did. He did. That he's was making nice. the easy. They're making a case for a contract, or he's making a case for a trade. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think you. I think he likes it in Cincinnati. Well, they actually they've been having trouble getting a, a contract agreement for the most part. So. He's either tr- uh, trying to do pull a Chris Jones and show his worth, mm-hmm. or you know, or he's just trying to make himself appealing for other teams to trade him. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, Ravens are really good. Bengals fans don't panic. Anything else? That's it. 49ers versus Rams. Um, did you see the picture or the? This, I didn't watch the game, but I I, I saw a picture of the crowd at um, SoFi Stadium in LA. Blood red. Sea of red. Sea of red. That was a 49ers home game. Yeah. Like, that was, I mean, granted, it wasn't very far to travel from San Francisco to L.A. Like, it, it would be if you were in, like, I guess if, you know, you're playing Miami or something. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's top of the state, bottom of the state. Right. But that was, that's 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 poor. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a tough look. Tough look. Um, Especially for somebody who just got a new team in, like, a badass stadium. And they got Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald. They they got a, a team that's still packed with studs. Yeah. And they got these new guys, Puka. 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 Puka Nakua. Nakua. 20 targets. 20 fucking targets. Can we officially say Stafford likes to have a guy? Yeah. He, he likes to oh, have a guy. A a guy. A guy. He, it's not, it doesn't, he doesn't spread the ball out. He's not a Drew Brees. He's not going to spread the ball out to 20 different guys. He has a guy. Mm-hmm. And he's just going to drill that guy. Yep. So Calvin Johnson, Cooper Cup, now Puka. Yep. Yep. And I, I we'll see what happens when Cooper Cup comes back. But Matt Stafford looks pretty good, man. I think we, I think people were writing him off because of how old he's getting, but he still looks pretty good. Yeah. No, he's still around. He's, he's still, still here. He's here. He's here. He's still slinging it. Um, he does kind of look good in that LA, LA blue, the LA, the LA couple, um, uniforms. Yep. Yep. Um, that's an it's a fitting fitting uniform to ride off into the sunset. Yeah. Yep. I I agree. I agree. Um, honestly, man, I think the 49ers are just stupid good. I think they're just better than ever, way better than everyone else. That he just. Shanahan's has way too much fun with this offense. It's like, oh, hey, who, what do I want to do this this week? 
You know, do I want to just do a long run to McCaffrey that's just going to ram this guy down at the, you know, towards the goal line? Mm -hmm. Or, hey, you know what? Debo looks kind of cool right now. Let's try to do some just fun tricks with him. Right. Yeah, it was was Brandon Ayuk last week. Yep. Now this week it was uh, Christian McCaffrey, I'd say for the most part. Debo had some fun. Um, It'll probably be Kittle next week. Yeah, Kittle might just come out of nowhere. Yeah, I think he's... I always I've been preaching this. Kittle's not a fantasy fantasy tight end. No, he's not, not at all. He's a great tight end. He's not a fantasy. Oh, fantastic! Tight end. Not not a fantasy tight end. Um, but yeah, you got anything else from this game? Um, it was a pretty good game. I overall from what I from what I read, um, I like the pettiness from uh, Sean McVay. You know, uh, as time is expiring and they're down by ten, he goes for a field goal to uh, yeah. <laughs> you know cut the spread. Yep, yep. It he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, and he'll remember that. He'll remember that picture play, per, uh, you know, picture picture perfect on exactly what he was doing and what he called. Yep, yep. Oh, he yeah, and why he called it. Yep. Um, let's see, Commanders versus Bron- Broncos. This was uh, a wild ending. Did you see the the bobbling? I don't under. I still don't get it, man. Like if you're you're on defense and they're they're clearly throwing a hail mary, bat the ball down. Why are you playing hot potato? Yeah, you cannot play hot potato. Like, just hit it, like, whack it as far as you can away from everybody. I, yeah, I don't I, I, I don't. Understand. But that was bizarre that they got that and then didn't make the two-point conversion. They're in trouble. They're in trouble. Uh, Russell Wilson is not, not great. I mean, he had a decent game this game, but... I, you gotta win. You gotta win those football games. You've gotta kiss people. Your you like your wife. You gotta kiss your wife, not babies. Not babies. Yeah. So um, still kissing babies. You know, thought he maybe had you know kissed some uh, kissed well, an adult, but well, um, still baby. I guess we'll we'll see what happens with this team. Um, I'm I'm not ready to write Sean Payton off just yet. Um, but an zero two start. This is one of those teams where, you know how we were saying that with the Bengals being 0-2, um, you don't hit the panic button. This is an 0-2 team. You kind of start to panic a little. You kind of put a panic button to Yeah, it. the Broncos fans are, like, getting fidgety, you know. They're, like, they, they, they're like itching in their seats right now. They, they don't know what to think. Especially from a talent standpoint, this team actually does have talent. I know. You know? Yeah, I mean. Good. Russell was uh, Russell Wilson. Regardless of what he's doing right now, he did make it to a couple of Super Bowls. He has won. He won one, and he won one. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I don't know what his deal has been. He Some, did run the ball a little bit. He did scramble a little bit this time around. So yeah, not not kissing babies as much anymore. Okay, not as many babies. Got it. What's his baby count right now? Do we know? Um, I think he toned it down. I think you know. First one, he went politi- politician mode and was definitely like 50 babies. 50 I babies? Think, I think it's down to a good mere about 20 babies now. 20, okay. Because right. they almost got this one, but just mm. couldn't couldn't stop kissing the babies. Gotcha. Those are those those are bad numbers. You got to go down. You got to go down. Got to go down. Okay. Um, let's see. Browns versus Steelers. This is the last one I had. Um, I got a couple of little notes uh, at the end, but Browns versus Steelers. Um, uh, yes. You hate to see somebody like Nick Chubb go down like that. Oh gosh, I know. It was tough. That that video was tough to watch. Especially a player like Nick Chubb, 
Because, like, that man doesn't complain. No, and no. I, he, I guarantee you he was probably in the locker room figuring like, out how he can get back on the field that night. And mm-hmm. it was like, no, you're not getting <laughs> like you're not getting out, back out there. Your, your knee is being held together by skin, and that is it. Yes. That was the tough video to watch. Um, I will have to say, might want to, maybe for a topic of discussion, but all around the internet, it was being posted not to post that injury. Uh, why? And I, that was my question. Was I was trying to read into the comments about why not to post it. Uh, I guess it was like, I don't know if it was like dan- like sensitive to other people, you know, viewing the internet or something like that. I'm not sure. I, I thought it was bizarre. It's the internet. What are you talking about? Yeah, the internet should be free. The this, free range. This is... I mean, obviously, you know, I think you maybe like companies, like social media companies, maybe should blur it out as like sensitive information or you know sensitive um, or graphic content, sensitive content, uh, graphic. But I don't think it should have been completely like not posted. But I don't know. Give your. I would love to hear people's thoughts on it. Yeah, you know, to see what they what the reason is. I just thought it was a little confusing. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. I want to see that shit. I like 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 <clears throat> I don't like seeing players like that get hurt, but I do like watching it if it is going to happen. If it happens. Like uh, just seeing people like break their ankles and shit, like it I I'm, I'm a little weird, and so it kind of like fascinates me almost in a way to like um See but, a body move like yeah, that, body move weird. like a like, uh, hyperextended knee, or like just anyone like getting hurt. Like I'll I'll scroll through videos of people like jumping off the side of a cliff and like just biffing it. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that kind of makes me laugh. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't ever root for it. But if it's there, I kind of like to watch it. Yeah, just I, to, just to see. I'm a weirdo. I, I just I, I I thought that was a little weird. I'll, I'll look more into it, but yeah. Um, let's get to the game. It was one of the Monday night games. Uh, this is always a great game. The, these two teams, these two franchises, hate each other. They do not. They do not like each other at all. Nope. Nope. Um, dude, I think the AFC North might be like the division that hates each other the most. I would have to think so. Like they cannot stand each other. Um, I think it makes sense in the sense geographically. I think they're the more more of the clustered. Uh, division than any other the other ones. I think mm-hmm. that there's like the least amount of distance in between all of them. I don't know. I could be wrong. That's actually not not a bad point. But yeah, they just they they, they hate each other. I love it. Um, T.J. Watt. I think he might be the best defender in the league. Like I know Micah Parsons is sick. Joey Bose is awesome. Uh, Aaron Donald's there, and he's awesome. I think T.J. Watt might be like he's just he's in every play. He's he reminds me of how, how the Honey Badger was at LSU. Yeah. He's just in every single play. Yeah, even if it's, like, not as much, like, relevancy. It's just he's there. Like, right. he just made the tackle, like, you know, on a big play. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, One thing I have to – I forgot to mention. I, I got to ask, is it bad that when I saw the injury to Nick Chubb, my brain kind of immediately went to who his backup was? <laughs> That that is the is that a bad thing? <laughs> that's a sure sign of a fantasy player, big time fantasy player. Yeah, but like I I like I thought about that, and then I was just like, oh, I wonder if he's a. Uh, I hope he's gonna be okay. And then I was like, wait a minute, I probably <laughs> my mind should have probably went in the other dir- uh, in, in the other order. Like it should have yeah. I should have asked, oh, I hope I hope he's gonna be okay. And then oh, who's his backup? Yeah, 
<laughs> I kind of felt bad about that, but now I don't feel bad anymore. Like, uh, I got over it. But uh, I'm I sure had, you're not the to, only one. I had to put that out there. Yeah, I had yeah. to ask. Yeah. Um, let's see. last thing I have is uh, Pickens had a good game finally. I've been waiting on it. Pickens had a great game. It wasn't bad. I, I think there's a lot of hate for Matt Canada. Oh, there, no, there's definitely a lot of hate for Matt Canada. Yeah, so, like, instead of, like, O Canada, it's, like, no Canada. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, Zero Canada. Yeah. They yeah they they wanted to fire Matt Canada. Like, on the on the spot, in the game. In like the game, yeah. Game. Dude, and that, that was kind of impressive, that chant. Yeah. Because, like, if you get a, a whole crowd to, to say something like, fire Matt Canada. There's like, a lot of syllables. There's, that you there's, have to, yeah. Yeah, like... That was kind of impressive, Pittsburgh. Well done. Yeah, most of the time, because most chants are usually like two or three syllables. Like, they, yeah, they put it together. Yeah. They really want him fired. <laughs> it's almost like they rehearsed it and practiced it. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, uh, overall, great game. Great game. Um, The Deshaun Watson era, he's – everybody just keeps thinking he's going to go back to 2020 Deshaun Watson. I don't think he is. I think the the twenty twenty Deshaun Watson is over. Yeah, and the the Deshaun Watson Baker Mayfield comparisons are going to be here to stay, and they're going to be here all season long. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of funny because every time is just the they'll say the stats, and then they just say the monetary amount like on the bottom yep. of like how much they're making per game. And it doesn't help that the Buccaneers are two and zero. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now, granted, they did beat the Bears, but two and zero is two and zero. Okay. Yep. Um. Let's see, you got anything else from that game? Uh, that's about it. All right, uh, a couple of things I had. In the Seahawks game, the Seahawks versus the Lions game, did you see Geno Smith came over to argue about a call that the ref, while the ref was announcing it to, to the crowd? Yep, yep. And the ref goes, I'm talking to America. Excuse me, please. <laughs> uh, that was a great response. Yeah, that was. That, that was, was a, a great response. I think it was kind of a flex, too. It's yeah. Like, hey, I'm talking to a country here. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I'm talking to America. I mean, he pretty much was. Like, Yeah. He was talking to a, a good portion of America. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a picture floating around of the Cardinals and Giants. It was, um, I think it was 28-3 to in the third quarter. I think it was it was like something like uh, like the Falcons, a very similar Super Bowl. Yeah, that so, we are so fond of. Yeah, or no, it was twenty eight to seven. The Giants were losing twenty eight to seven, and it was third the third quarter with three minutes and twenty eight seconds left. Um, and yeah, they and, and the Cardinals ended up losing that game. They did not have that fire in their gut. No, no, the fire ran out. Something it might have been a disease at some point. I th- yeah, I think. They, yeah, they might have just had text, uh, some type of cancer. Actually. Yeah, they need some gut. They need serious gut health. They need Tums. Tums. Just, dr- just jump in a pool of Tums. Um, and last thing I had is uh, Brees Hall's not happy. And I kind of don't blame him. Yeah, you get, what did you get, four carries? Four carries. Yeah, that that doesn't get a running back going. Uh-uh. And, uh, it's a, and it wasn't because he was injured. Nope. Nope. I think something happened. Doghouse? Uh-huh. I think Robert Salah, he, he he seems like a doghouse person. Yeah. Like he, and he, he puts and, you in the doghouse. And he does not care. No, that not he at puts all. you in the doghouse. When you have a coach that can probably beat you up, he, yeah, he's not going <laughs> to care about that. <laughs> that that's true. <laughs> like, when your coach is about the same size of you, he's he's going to do things, and he's not going to be scared of you at all. Dude, I, I feel like he'd have, like, a really 
good death stare. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. He could stare into your soul. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, I, thought, I thought that was kind of funny. Brees Hall not happy, which I don't blame him. Again, Chet's got pummeled. Uh, kind of season ending, right? This is this is just get Jets are oh, you're you're done. I would have to say, unless you try and go like get on the phone and start talking to people. Um, you need to call somebody. Call Brett Favre. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you got go get something. Like even if you don't start the person that you bring in, you got to light a fuel in uh, Zach Wilson's fire. You know. You gotta, you gotta make him come out and say, "I'm gonna give him hell and practice every single day." Right. That's what you need. The Zach Wilson that you need. You don't need the Zach Wilson that's content that you know, just everything is entitled and given to him like most of his life has been already. Right. Yeah. He needs to fight. He needs to work. So, um, yeah. Unfortunately, Jets are done. Cowboys are fucking good, and I, I it pains me to say that. Well, I was gonna say people need, we just need NFL teams to stop making the Cowboys look good. Yeah, that's true. Better than they they are. Yes, they're just getting made better than what they are because Giants just decided to not start football until after six quarters into the season. That's true. And then you know now the Jets. I mean they just they're distraught because you know they're oh, yeah they're crying. They're, yeah, they're still boohooing over Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Um, but yeah. I guess that that might be true. Then that might be true. The other it's other teams' fault. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not the it's Cowboys. Not the Cow- it's not the Cowboys. It's not the Cowboys. Okay, you got anything else? That's about it. All righty, we will uh, see y'all next week. Love y'all. Later.